Merson has scored. Arsenal legend Paul Merson, John O'Shea and Wes Brown are coming to Dublin. It's an exclusive off-air event. So if you want to be there, get on to offtheball.com forward slash events. Just eat the official food delivery partner of the UEFA Champions League. Eric O'Shea, how is things? Is it nice to be back here in Crow Park? Yeah, it's amazing. Always a good day when you're in Crow Park. <laughs> yeah, you're down getting your pictures taken. You're saying it's Baltic out there at the minute. Yeah, it's freezing. You definitely felt it. The jackets were thrown on. <laughs> Me and David were taking photos while ago in the group shot and the two of us were looking at each other shivering. Oh, God. So, <laughs> it's not good. And when you come to Crow Park, is there one memory in particular that stands out in your mind that always brings you back to a certain day playing out there? Yeah, definitely. I feel like when I ran onto the stand for the first time or into the pitch and I was 18 years old and it was COVID time so the whole stadium was empty like today and yeah, I was very eerie but it was just amazing just to be there for the first time and I remember being in that stand watching all Orla Finn and all those girls playing for years so to be able to run on with them was amazing. It was a dream come true. And who did you play against that day? They Dublin. We lost, unfortunately. <laughs> That's all but right. It was a good experience. Yeah. yeah it's nice you had many other good days out there. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, some good and bad. So. Mm-hmm. And how is life then at the minute? Obviously, we know you're over playing with North Melbourne in the AFLW and you're back now and you're back in with Cork. Yeah, so it's, everything was a bit hectic there for a while. But I was lucky that the management with Cork have actually been so accommodating to me. So they were able to manage my load. I had a lot of problems with Sarah being burnt out and stuff because of, I was doing such a heavy gym session for North Melbourne, but then training so hard with Cork. But Cork management, to be fair to them, they've done above and beyond for me. Like Paul, the SNC has like managed my load and made sure that I don't get burnt out. And yeah, so I'm balancing at the moment and it's going a lot better than it was earlier in the year. And how did you come about to go over to North Melbourne? Was it something that you always wanted to do, to go and play in the AFLW? Uh, yeah, definitely. I feel like watching like Orla Dwyer and those kind of girls like excel in the sport. I was like, oh, it's something I definitely love to do like in the long run. And I didn't think I'd be going this soon. And I was the youngest Irish AFLW player ever last year, so that was cool. But like, I just I didn't think I'd go that young. And I think I just took the opportunity once it came and I didn't want to leave it go. Mm-hmm. So. And you went over and I know your dad went with you for the, yeah. the first part. I remember just watching some of your, your Instagrams and stuff like that. You obviously a really close relationship. Yeah, I was lucky that my dad came over with me because just the experience was a lot for me going over, like leaving everyone behind first of all for the first time and moving to a totally different country knowing no one and all that was just a lot to do with and moving to a new house and bring all my furniture and everything. So my dad was a huge help. I was lucky I had him because I'd be lost with him if I didn't. Oh wow, no, it's nice to have that. And how did you adapt then to life over there and I suppose the skill of the game, it's so different, the oval shape yeah. ball. It's so hard to adapt to it because you're so used to the basic skills of GA and it just like the ball can just bounce anywhere and like I got hit in the eye I don't know if you've seen that so once I got hit in the eye with I think it was the ball or the elbow but and it caused such damage that I was just like anything could happen in that game yeah and you see like the likes of Breed Stack who like injured her neck when they nearly got paralyzed so it's just very you just don't know what's gonna happen <laughs> anytime you need to be physically strong and in good condition I would think for that sport like the tackles that go in yeah. are nothing like GEA so you really need to be aware and ready for that as I suppose in your training that's something you just focus on yeah definitely we've done a lot of hard training and tackling and it's just like rugby kind of yeah. so I wasn't used to that at all but I got thrown in the deep end and 
I survived. Just yeah. <laughs> you did really well. You did amazing. I don't know about that, but yeah, that was a good experience and I really enjoyed it. Did you ever play rugby at home? No, I didn't. I never thought of playing rugby. I always played non-contact sport like basketball, football, and yeah, just went straight into that and learned the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And do you like the sport? Yeah, no, I actually, like at the start I was like, oh, it's just nothing like GA. Like I just, my life is GA. I live and breathe it. And to get used to another sport like that was obviously really hard, but like it's like any other sport, once you learn it and like it just comes eventually, like, you start loving it, the competitiveness, it's like it just comes through. So it's not my favourite sport, Jay, it's definitely some of my favourite sport by far, but yeah, no, it's getting there slowly. Yeah, I actually, Vicky Wall was over with you as well at yeah. North Melbourne, I read a few of her interviews and she said the same thing, like she's mm-hmm. not in love with the game, her love is, you know, playing GA. Mm-hmm. So why is it that you'd like to go over there, is it for the opportunity of playing professional sport? I think that was just one of the main reasons, mm. it's professional and just to, just to get a bit of sun. Yeah, <laughs> nice just, lifestyle. Yeah, life, life, such a nice lifestyle in Melbourne and I feel like I just needed to grow up a bit too so I feel like the best way was move abroad young and travel while I can so yeah. took that opportunity and what would your week look like over there in terms of training it would be very full on um, and on one day we'd start with video analysis and just go through a lot of like complex like things if you're running in a game why would you run this direction and then go like into proper detail about that and then we do that for a couple hours and then we do a skill session or like a jogging session on one day. And then we do, on a Tuesday, we go in and do upper body. So we do all weights and upper body. And then we do skills and we do like kicking and stuff. And then we go to a full training. And then we do conditioning. Then we go inside and do lower body. And wow. Yeah, it's a full on day. <laughs> God. And then well, yeah. what's the rest of the week? Is it still training all the so rest we, of the days? We Wednesday off then and like the recovery session. So you go in and you do saunas, ice baths. They have all them in the club. And then you leave and you go back into training on Thursday, same thing again. And then Friday would be like a jog or something to do. And yeah, it's just repeating like that and then match the weekend. So it is a full on schedule, but your body definitely doesn't get used to it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> I'd definitely tell you that. But yeah, we get there eventually. The, the SECs and everything are amazing there. They're top tier, so. Incredible. And you got to the finals this year um, mm. against Brisbane or the Wires team, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, you weren't playing though. It was That was the eye injury. Yeah. So it was a really weird one. It was very, like, I thought it was fine. I was like, everyone's being dramatic. Like, leave me alone. So I went down to get a ball that was going towards our goal. And whatever happened, it was like an elbow or the ball, but one of them hit me in the eye. And I just, I remember falling and I was kind of like concussed as well. So I just didn't know what was happening. And I started a hole in my eye and um, I just, when I opened it, I just couldn't see anything. And I was like, is my hands still covering it? And then I was like, oh, no, it's not. And I tried to stand up and I just couldn't see anything. And the physios were like, oh, she's coming off and the doctor and stuff. And I was like, no, I was like, I'm fine. Leave me play on. I was like, I'm fine. I think it's just the Irish in you coming out. Yeah. Like, I'll play on until I die. <laughs> I was like, unless my arm's hanging off, I'm not going off. I'm all good. Yeah. That's the so, cork in you. <laughs> maybe. And I tried to play on and they were like, no, she's coming off. So I was fighting with the referees and everything on the way out and got taken off. And then my eye still wasn't reacting to light and it was just like not moving. And it was kind of weird because like I just couldn't see anything. And I was like, am I going to get my vision back? And I started panicking them. They were like, oh, you're fine. I'm just going to the doctor, the hospital, you'll be fine. And I went in and that was scary because it was my first time getting injured and I've never been injured before and it was just so far away from home and my family were all obviously in Ireland at this stage and yeah they told me that it was a extreme hyphemia so I could block my vision with blood 
and my eyes are so dark they're so brown that you couldn't tell yeah. that the blood was after filling so I was really lucky that we had such a good doctor in the club at the time that was able to see that you could slightly I had a black risk going through my eye and that was the blood leaking through so yeah <laughs> it was a bit of a weird one and it is scary when you're away from home you know yeah. you probably you're so young as well like you'd want your mom and dad there they're probably the first people that you wanted to have by your side like yeah. how did you, did you find it at that point then even mentally did you just feel like oh I'd love to be at home at this point yeah I definitely hit a low point after I think it was that week I was okay because the club was so supportive of me but I had a very low point then when I was like oh I can't play because like that was more life out there mm. my friends everything were all in the club and like my whole life was sport and outside of that I didn't know anyone so when everyone was training I just didn't know what to do it myself and that was really hard I, like I just got so down because I couldn't do anything so I just stay in my room and I didn't eat that much then for the next couple of days and everything got like really messy but um, then my mum, actually, I never told her what happened, you see, because I didn't want to scare her to, like, a certain extent. Like, she knew I got injured, but I told her I was fine and whatever. And I ended up coming home because the captain's family actually let me stay with them because I wasn't allowed to go back to my apartment on my own. And, yeah, then I just got worse from there and I wasn't seeing any improvements and I was just breaking down all the time. And then my mum flew over and surprised me. And Oh, God. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, she surprised me. And then she saw how bad it was and she was a hospital with me for all my checkups and everything. So she was like, I'll stay as long as you need me. So I was actually really lucky. And like the doctors told me I wasn't allowed to fly home until the pressure went down. So I didn't know how long that was going to be. And yeah, she was willing to stay out there as long as possible. So I just had the best family I got. Yeah. Oh, that's such a tough experience. Yeah. To go through so far away from home. But my God, amazing that your mom could come out. Yeah, I was very lucky. And how long was it until your vision was perfectly back again? I think it was two and a half weeks. Wow. So I was fully back, like fully not blurry or anything. I think it was two and a half weeks. So like the first week it was black. And the second week, like half the week it was black. And then the week after it was just slowly coming like blurry. Yeah, it was freaky. Did it give it you any... PTSD? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is there any fear going out playing now? No. Like, if I do get another hit, like, they said that that obviously would cause further damage or whatever. But for now, like, I'm just playing, like, any other other day. Just hopefully I get no bangs into the eye. If exactly. there's any other teams watching, don't yeah. go for the eye. <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely not. It's probably as well maybe the bounce of the ball and stuff like that as well yeah. in, in AFL because it's so different. So different, yeah. To be able to judge it, like... Yeah. God. tough one <laughs> yeah well look thankfully you're all good now that's the main thing and so you're playing anyway with Cork now so you'll finish out the, the full season with Cork yeah, that's the plan that's my plan so I'm planning I was talking to Shane and the manager and he was yeah, so welcoming when I came back so I was really lucky to join the squad because there's such a talented group of girls there so I got back in thank god and yeah just plan to play it with Cork and hopefully get fair and then head back over the next flight yeah, brilliant. Cork have always been so successful. You know, one of the most successful teams ever within the LGFA. I'm going to bring you back to the All-Ireland semi-final against Mead. <laughs> yeah. That's probably one that sticks out. Um, it, was, it was probably when Mead were on the, the, the biggest rise, when yeah. everybody started to take notice, it was that game. Mm-hmm. Can I bring you back there and that day and what that was like for you? Obviously, Mead went on and won it in extra time. Yeah, of course. I think... That day, me just outworked us in the end. And I feel like Cork were, were able to put their hands up and say that at the end of the day, they were, they were a good team. They were, they were rising at the time. And yeah, unfortunately, we just let it slide the last few minutes. And I think that just shows 
us as players and and the management that we just need to stay switch on the whole time mm-hmm. and yeah I think from since then we learned from the experience and just continue to focus throughout the game this time yeah <laughs> yeah so it was tough and for me that was the 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 rise then you know we hadn't heard much about me football and all yeah. of a sudden at the moment there you know winning back to back all Ireland's it's nice to have a team like that to, to have a story like that within the game yeah to be fair to them like they they have a very talented group of players and they obviously put hard work in so like as long as they're keeping their heads down and focused they'll definitely keep going far in the competition mm-hmm. and like the thing about it is it's wide open this year you couldn't yeah. you couldn't call it they haven't had the best league so you don't know what's going to happen this year but um, I think that's the exciting thing about it no one can call who'll, who'll go on and win the All-Ireland I think that's definitely going to entice more viewers as well to watch the game because you can't say one team's going to win this year like mm-hmm. the likes of Kerry Galway there's so many different like teams that are just coming up and so strong I think that's just so exciting for like LGFA as a whole as well. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to it as well, just getting involved in it. Yeah, and you would have played with Vicky in the in North Melbourne and obviously played against her then when Cork and me came up against each other. What was it like to play with her? Yeah, that was that was a weird one, going from teammate to not teammate again. And yeah, sure, it's like any other sport, I suppose you get along with it at the end of the day. Both of us are very competitive people, so just put our heads down and we worked hard in the day. But like at the end of the day, we'd still say hello after and stuff like normal. Yeah. So yeah, we just put it aside after the game. So that's the main thing. Yeah. And did you just have a good bond on the team in North Melbourne? Yeah, North Melbourne as a team, we're like the most bonded group I've ever came into. It. Like wow. they were, I feel like because they had so many of the players for years and they were just such a close group. And they were so welcoming to us both when we came over. So I think we're really grateful for them to welcome us like they did. It was like a second family having them. So yeah, I just can't wait to walk over now to the girls. I'm looking forward to it because I made some of my best friends over there. Oh, amazing. That's great yeah. to hear. And with the game here at home then, is there any changes that you would like to see in the game, whether it's to do with the tackle or skills or anything that you'd love to see introduced? Look, I think the LGFA is very very like set in their ways and they're very like obviously such a good organization for like organizing everything they've done to date and mm-hmm. i think there's always room for improvement in like i'd say like tackling and stuff but like i'd say that about anything mm-hmm. to be honest and i think the sport is going in a good direction and the edge fair doing really well like providing us with more even just viewers and stuff like that so hopefully if we get more physicality personally I'd like that just maybe I think that's me coming from AFL so yeah. <laughs> I don't know but yeah I'd like to see a small bit more you always had that in your game before you went to the <laughs> AFL for sure <laughs> running up the wing from half back you always had that in you yeah. but I think you, you need a, a sense of that and everybody's in the gym nowadays as well so you probably want to be able to show that out on the pitch you know you work hard definitely like um, our management have been really good with the younger girls coming up because we have a lot of young minors coming up from mm-hmm. the last few years and that a few good few of them have actually talked about them not doing gym before and like our management have been really good like easing them into it so mm-hmm. i feel like we're yeah it's been good if we get more strength in the team definitely from the games yeah and just recently the GPA they just um put out their report and it said mm-hmm. that less than 10% of females receive travel expenses it was quite a shocking number for a lot of people yeah. to read. Um, I think a lot of people thought at, at this point in 2023 that that wasn't the case. From your point of view in Cork, what is it like for you? Like, do you get travel expenses? Do you have nutritionists? What What is that set up like? I feel like us as a county, we're so well provided by everything by the county board. And we do get travel expenses. We do get food after training. We have access to Johnny Holland, who's an amazing nutritionist. I couldn't speak highly enough of him because he's helped me 
in so many points and yeah I feel like we've actually been really lucky that our county board has been so supportive of us mm-hmm. and we've had such a good experience with them. And for the travel expenses is that something that you would have got or how does it work? So yeah unfortunately I wasn't driving at the time my, my actually my mother was and that was like two years ago now because last year I was in Melbourne so she definitely got the travel expenses that year and the Cork County Board were really, really good to provide her with it and they put it straight into her account, so. Okay. Yeah. So Cork have things, yeah, sorted yeah. out. Cork County Board are doing do well. Yeah, I think it, yeah. it sort of varies from county to county. It's so different. Because obviously we heard um, the Cavan women's yeah. team speaking out about their situation. And, you know, it's, it's not good to, to hear that. You obviously want everybody on a level playing field. Yeah, obviously it's disappointing and I hope Cavan can resolve that. Mm-hmm. And... I think they're working through things at the moment and mm-hmm. I'd love to see it for the girls like Ashley Sheridan and stuff like they're such a talented group of players so hopefully the next couple of months they can see some improvements because they are such a talented team coming up. Brilliant Erica and what is the plan now for the rest of the week for you? Do you have training? I do. I train now Sunday morning we do A versus B that went well and I think I have training now when I go back so I'm looking forward to it. Brilliant Erica. Well thanks so much for joining me. Thanks Thank so much you. for having me.